always a privilege to bring a word from the Lord, and um, I know you're going to be blessed today. Uh, I was chatting with my sister-in-law a few days ago, and uh, <clears throat> and I was saying that we, were, you know, the service today was going to be from from 10 o'clock to 11. It says, "Oh, you can't make that in terms of," my... but I'm going to prove to her that I'm going to make it. Amen. So I'm going to be on time, praise God. I have a word for you, and I believe this word will encourage you, it will bless you. You know, the end of a year and the beginning of another, it's, it's usually a time when people reflect on the past year. They look to, and they take stock of their lives. They, they see what has happened. They kind of evaluate their goals, how, you know, what has been fulfilled, what was not fulfilled. They look at their careers. They look at their dreams, their hopes their relationships, their marriage, you know, and they kind of evaluate, did we fulfill what we wanted to do at the beginning of the year? You know, it's a time when people look to see if they've had success or failure. And some of us may have had great success, some success, moderate success. Other, some others may have had misses or failures, you know, mistakes may have been made. Sometimes great mistakes or grave mistakes. Some of us may be stagnant where we are, you know, when we look back to 2016, December 31st, we're almost like at the same place. And so people, people usually evaluate at a time like this, they reflect, uh, and you know, it's a time when people project and look ahead as well. You know, they sort of set new goals, new dreams, uh, new hopes, and, and, you know, you put things down. This is a season and a time where people make New Year's resolutions. How many of you have done a re New Year's resolution before? Okay, most of us have done a New Year's resolution before. But it's a time when you're kind of projecting in the future. You're, you, you know, you want to set some goals. Maybe it's concerning your weight. It's concerning different aspects of your life, you know, your marriage, or your career goals, and, and so on and so forth. And the end of a year and the beginning of another is usually a good time to reset the button of your life. It's a good time to prepare for the coming year. Amen. Now, I believe that it is a, it's always good to reflect. Like, you know, non-Christians reflect. Christians reflect. But I believe that for Christians, the Lord will have us remember two important things as we reflect. As we look forward to 2018, I believe the Lord wants us to forget and to remember. To forget and to remember. Turn to somebody and say, forget and remember. I believe that God wants us to forget some things that have happened to us in, in 2017. And he wants us to remember some things that happened to us in 2017. Can I hear a good amen? He wants us to forget and remember. So when you leave here today, remember those two words. Remember to forget. Remember to remember. Amen. The Bible tells us in the book of Philippians chapter 3.13, Paul is writing and he says this, Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Or he says, I don't believe, I've, I don't think that I've achieved everything. I've attained everything that I'm meant to, uh, to attain. Then he says that, but one thing I do. He says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Notice what he says. One thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward. Say reaching forward. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. And in verse 14, he says this. I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call. Can you say upward call? Of the upward call of God 
in Christ Jesus. Father, thank you so much for your word today. I believe it's a word that you have given me to, 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 to share with your beloved, everybody who hears the sound of my voice. And I pray this word will fall on good soil today. I pray that our hearts will be prepared by your Holy Spirit, that your word will bear forth fruit and the fruit will abide and that you will be glorified by this fruit in Jesus' name. Thank you for the unction. Father God, to speak with authority and to speak the oracles of God. I pray your word will come forth and your word will be life and encouragement to your beloved. In the name of Jesus, I thank you. And the beloved said, Amen. Notice what Paul says. He says, one thing I do. Folks, Paul was focused in his life. He was focused. He was single-minded. He said, one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind. He made it his purpose to forget the past. To forget the past mistakes. And I believe God wants us to forget the past mistakes. The past failures. The past blunders. Forget the past disappointments. Amen. God wants us to forget about the past hurts. It's important to choose to forget some things. Now, am I saying that, you know, you shouldn't learn from, you know, you shouldn't go back and think, okay, I made a mistake here. Can I learn from my mistakes? Of course, you and I should, should learn from our mistakes, learn from our mishaps. It's important that we do that. However, we shouldn't keep meditating on our past failures. We shouldn't. Now, I know some of you say, well, Pastor, you don't quite understand my situation. You know, you don't know what I've gone through. You're right. I don't. But God knows what you've gone through. And God knows exactly where you're at. And you know, God counsels us in his word. I'll give you another scripture. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18. Isaiah 43, 18 says this. God is speaking to his people and he says, forget the former things. And he says, do not dwell on the past. You see, the reason why we need to forget some things in our life is because if we forget and we dwell on the past, we cannot look forward to the future. And God is eager for us to expect good things happening to us, expect him to do good things in our lives. Can I hear a good amen? God wants us to forget the old things. It's not just the failures. Sometimes he wants us to forget even the successes because he doesn't want us to get stuck in the past concerning some successes we've had. You know, sometimes people just remember what happened 30 years ago and, and they are stuck in what he did 30 years ago. And they forget that God wants to do a new thing. He says, don't get stuck in the past. Do not dwell on the past. God wants to do a brand new thing in your life and in my life. Amen. He wants to do something awesome. He wants to do something that will cause you to marvel. Notice what he says in Isaiah 43, 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you know it? Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Hallelujah. God is ready to shock some of us. I said God is ready to marvel some of us. He wants us to have our eyes, our eyes wide open. Imagine that rivers. He's not talking like yesterday we met for prayer in the morning. 
from 8 o'clock. It was incredible the scripture that the Lord caused us to pray concerning him providing streams and rivers in the desert, pools in the desert. And I believe God is ready to turn some things around for us. But if you're stuck in the past, if you're dwelling on the past hurts, if you're dwelling on the past successes, then you're not going to be ready for the brand new thing he's doing. Can I hear a good amen? So God wants us to forget some stuff. Forget it. Yes, yeah, somebody hurt you. Release them and move on. Don't get stuck on the fact that somebody has hurt you and take it into 2018 and then 2019 and then soon as 30 years down the line. You're thinking of something that happened 30 years ago when somebody hurt you. You would have missed out on the brand new things God wanted to do in your life. Amen. He said, forget the former things. I will do something new. So that's one thing you want to do. Remember. What do you remember? Notice what Paul, uh, what, uh, Paul says in Philippians chapter 3.13. He says, one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Reaching forward. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Looking forward. Straining forward to those things which are ahead. You have to remember to reach forward. Now that imagery that Paul gives is really that of an athlete who is reaching forward for that tape at the end of the race. You know, and then when you, if you watch, you know, it's, 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 it's wonderful to watch the, the, the track and field events, you know, where you have the 100 meters or 200 and, or 15,000 meters and all that kind of stuff. And it's, it, it's incredible the finish. Everybody is straining with every fiber of their beings. They want to touch it first. They want the goal of the price of gold. And what you see, especially with the 100 meters, when, you, when they freeze or it's in slow motion, you see how everybody's pushing their head forward. They want that gold. And this is the imagery he uses. He says, um, um, I, he, he says this, forgetting that those things which are behind, reaching forward to those things which are ahead. And God wants us to remember to reach forward. He wants us to be expectant. Eagerly expectant. In fact, the Bible talks of Jesus' coming. It says we should eagerly await his coming. Amen. He wants us to be eager, expectant. Be expectant of what 2018 is going to bring you. Reach forward for all that God has for you in 2018. Can I hear a good amen? Reach forward for, for the plans he has for you. For his will concerning you. Reach forward for his ways in your life. Amen. God has good plans for you, church. Bible says he knows the thoughts and plans he has for you. Thoughts of good and not of evil. To give you a future and a hope. So you want to reach forward and anticipate, Lord, what do you have for me for 2018? Don't just make all your plans. Say, Lord, what plans do you have for me? What are your purposes for me? What would you have me do? Reach forward to those things. So remember to reach forward. Reach forward. Remember to reach forward. The other thing you want to remember is, remember that God's goal for you is not just the temporal, the here and now, but God's goal for you is eternal. Remember that God's goals for you are not just the here and now. So maybe you think God wants you to get married. Praise God, he does. But he doesn't want you to just get married. Maybe you believe in God. Your plan for me is to break through. God wants you to break through. But he doesn't want you to just break through. He has some eternal goals for you. It's not just the temporal. 
It's not just about what you're going to eat and what you're going to drink or where you're going to live. It's not just about your saving retirement savings plan, church. He has some eternal goals for you. Notice what Jesus says in Matthew 6, 31. Do not worry saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Notice what it says. It says, for after all these things, the Gentiles seek, the non-believers seek those things. And church, we are called believers. So we shouldn't just be like them in terms of seeking what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to do next year in terms of our retirement savings plans? And you're working all these things. It's more. Notice what he says. For, sure, for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. And verse 33 says, says this. But seek first. In other words, that has to be the priority. Seek first the kingdom of God. And then his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. God has eternal plans for you. It's not just here about the here and now. And there are too many New Year's messages that are all about the here and now. But God says, he says to you, seek first his kingdom. Seek first his righteousness, his way of doing things. Make the kingdom of God, the righteousness of God, your priority. Amen. Make it your priority. In other words, when you're put, make it, putting together that list, as you reflect on the past and as you look forward to the future, make seeking the kingdom and his righteousness a priority. Praise God. So remember that God's plans for you are not just temporal. God's plans are also eternal. Notice what Paul says. Paul had eternal, uh, an eternal goal. Paul was focused on the price of the upward or heavenly call. Philippians 3.14, he says, I press towards the goal for the price of the upward call. It was about the upward call, the heavenly call, the divine call. He says, I press. Man, I want that so bad. I want the goal. I want the prize of that upward call. He was reaching forward to those things were, that were ahead of him. And he was thinking of the heavenly call, what his purpose was, what God had called him to do. He says, I want to achieve that. Is that what you want to achieve? As you look at your, you make your New Year's resolution, as you plan ahead, are you thinking of what God has called you to? Are you thinking about the purpose why he created you and put you on this earth for such a time as this? God wants you to reflect on that upward call, that heavenly call. So remember to reach forward to what God has for you in 2018. Look forward to his plans. Look forward to his will, his way. Grab a hold of his divine purpose for you in Jesus' name. I want to just encourage you. Live every day with eternity in mind. Live every day with eternity in mind. Paul said, I press towards the goal. He pressed towards the goal. Don't be distracted. Be single-minded. Press towards that goal, that purpose God has for you. Be focused. Set your mind like a flint. Press towards that goal. Amen. Another thing you want to remember, remember what God has done. Oh, church, that's one thing you want to remember. Remember what God has done. Notice what I'm saying. Remember what God has done, not what you have done. Remember what God has done. And also remember his precious promises. I'll just read from 1 Chronicles chapter 16 from verse 12. Notice what it says here. God is telling us, remember his marvelous works which he has done. 
his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. He wants us to remember all the good things that he did for us. When he healed us, remember that. Remember when he brought you through. If you had a breakthrough, remember that breakthrough. How God somehow made a way where there seemed to be no way. Remember how he gave you favor when you were in that spot and then you, were, you, were, you didn't know how you were going to pay your rent. Somehow God made it come together. Remember that promotion that God gave you. Because the Bible says promotion comes neither from the east or the west, but it comes from the Lord. Remember his wondrous works. Hallelujah. Praise God. Remember his wondrous, wondrous works. And then verse 15 says this. Remember his covenant forever. Remember his covenant forever. In other words, remember his promises. Glory to God. Remember his promises. So maybe some of the promises or that you were standing on or holding on to, they did not come to pass in 2017. Folks, don't let go of those promises when you enter 2018. Hold on to his promise. Hold on to his covenants. He wants us to remember his covenant. Why? Because the Bible says he's a covenant God and his covenant he will not break. That's a good place to say hallelujah. Finally, remember that Jesus is coming soon. Remember that Jesus is coming soon. Church, a lot of us are living as if he's coming in a hundred years' time. But when you look at the signs around you, it's clear. He says you will see these things happening. Paul talks of perilous times. Paul talks of people being lovers of self and, and lovers of money and lovers of pleasure. Being ungrateful, it's like a picture of what we're going through right now. Wars and rumors of wars, earthquakes, famines. It's like the warning signs of his imminent return. You know what? We have to live in anticipation of his return. Because when he comes back for his church, folks, he will judge our works of faith. And he will reward us for what we have done as believers. Now, I'm not talking of works that get you salvation. Praise God for the grace of God in Christ Jesus. If you are a believer, you've put your trust in Jesus Christ. You know that he died for you and he was raised up from the dead. And you have confessed that. The Bible says that you are saved. Amen. Amen. But when we stand before the judgment seat of Christ as believers, not concerning salvation, it will be concerning the works that we have done here on earth and their eternal rewards. So live in anticipation of those eternal rewards. It, live in anticipation that the master, you see, we know him as savior. Praise God. We know him as redeemer. Praise God. But many of us don't know him as the Lord, our master. You see, we know him as we are sons and daughters of Christ. Praise God. Yes, we are. But do you know that we are also servants? Servants. That is willing servants. Paul called himself a bond servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. So did James. So did Jude. So did Peter. They said, Paul, a bond servant. Peter, a slave of Christ. They identified themselves because they knew about the lordship of Jesus Christ. They considered Jesus Lord or master. 
Jesus is coming back soon. You just have to look at the signs. Just recently, the U.S. recognized Jerusalem as the capital, eternal capital of Israel. That is a huge sign, folks. It's a huge sign. You may not like the politics, and folks, I'm not getting into politics. I'm just saying, in the Bible, when you look at Zechariah, it talks about Jerusalem being a cup of trembling for the nations. There are obvious signs that Jesus is coming back soon. So as you remember all these things, remember that Jesus is coming back soon. Let me ask you a question. If you knew that Jesus was going to, going to come back tomorrow, you knew without a shadow of doubt, how would you live? How would you live? What would you pursue? What would you go after? What would be your priority if you knew that he was coming back tomorrow? He could. I want to challenge you to forget the past. Forget the past mistakes, even the past successes. Forget the failures. Remember to reach forward. Be expectant of good things in the future. Remember his marvelous works, the things he has done. Remember his promises. Praise God. Remember that his plan for you is not just temporal, but eternal. But above all, remember that Jesus is coming back soon. Luke 21, 34 says this, but take heed to yourselves. This is Jesus speaking. Lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, that is partying, or drunkenness, and the cares or the worries of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly. Then 35 says, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. And then what does he say? Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. That is my encouragement to you, my exhortation to you as you reflect on 2017 and look forward to 2018. Allow God to set some goals for you. Allow God to be in the picture of what you're putting forward, what you're looking forward to. And remember that Jesus is coming back soon. He's coming back. Let us pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, that you tell us, you encourage us, you counsel us to forget the former things. To forget the former things. To forget the former things. You encourage us not to dwell on the past, not to get stuck on the past, not to reside in the past. The word says in Isaiah 43, 19, Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Thank you for this word to us. To forget the past and to remember to reach forward. To remember that your goals for us are not just temporal but eternal.
to remember what you have done for us, your faithfulness, to remember your promises, but above everything else, to remember that Jesus is coming soon. Help us, Holy Spirit, to live each day with eternity in mind. We give you honor. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. And the beloved together said, Amen.